0: Hey, doll hey doll i'm your host cynthia and i'm your host paula and we are dolls, dolls and doom. doom and we're gonna do something a little different today we thought we'd um let paula give us some creepy little tidbits Also, we thought at the end of it, we'd have a little Q&A sesh between Paula and myself so you can get to know your dolls a little better.
1: Yeah, something fun, something different.
0: Yeah. So, okay, Paula, why don't you send some shivers down our spine?
1: Okay, so I have a few surprising facts you probably didn't know about serial killers. Hmm. Okay, so Jeffrey Dahmer pulled a lot of pranks in high school. He would make sheep noises in class. He would fake epileptic seizures. And it became so popular for his pranks that it was called doing a Dahmer.
0: Wow. Yeah, not weird. So he was probably a really likable guy.
1: Yeah, very charismatic, I'm picturing.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I did not know
1: that. Yeah, neither did I. Okay. Ted Bundy had a hero side. He rescued a kid from drowning. He apprehended a thief who stole a woman's purse, and he worked at a suicide hotline. Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, that just goes to show that it's like, it has to be on their terms. It's not that they just want to see somebody die. They want to take their life. They
1: want to be the one in control. Right.
0: Wow, that's fascinating.
1: Right? Many serial killers have a normal family that have no idea. For example... John Wayne Gacy was married twice and divorced twice. He had two daughters and two stepdaughters. At the time he was murdering boys and stashing the bodies, it was in his family home. He convinced his wife the smell was because of mice.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> Worst husband ever. Seriously.
1: Arthur Shawcross saved a man's life. And he's, in the case you don't know, he's known as the Genesee River Killer. He was in the process of serving a five-year sentence for burglary and arson, and saved a guard's life during a riot. And he was then let out after only 22 months. This turned out to be a bad idea as he went on to kill at least 14 people, some of which included cannibalism. Ooh. Yeah. But the surprising fact is that he saved a man's
0: life. Yeah. Again, that just points back to it. Really, just has to be on their terms. Exactly. It's not that they just love death; they just love causing it, right? And so, being in control. Yeah, and hurt, hurting people, all kinds of horrible things. Right.
1: So the last one, um, Aileen Wernos. Mm-hmm. Wuornos. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one that Charlize Theron played. Mm-hmm. So she was the female killer, and the role that Charlize Theron played and won an Academy Award for. She was apparently an artist. There are many jail drawings she's done, and you can now purchase on Pinterest and Etsy.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll have to look them up. I don't know that I would personally hang a killer's artwork in my home. Agreed. But I do, my heart goes out to her of all the of all the killers. She's one, for a few reasons. One, she was local to right. us. But she, uh, her story really breaks my heart. I feel like she is a really good example of a monster that was made
1: yeah she uh, was
0: dealt a really bad deck and it just kept getting worse and worse yeah my heart goes out to her not that um not that what she did was right she hurt a lot of families but it's a heartbreaking life that she had
1: yeah I really feel like if she had a
0: better background that it wouldn't have turned out the way that it did yeah potentially not well those are some interesting facts Paula I didn't know I didn't know any of those I didn't either Wow, good job. Thanks. Well, why don't we share with our listeners some interesting tidbits about us that they may not know. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to ask you, what turned you on to true crime? Well,
1: being a child of the 80s, I loved Scooby-Doo and reading Nancy Drew books. Oh, yes. Any any book on Nancy Drew I could get my hands on and any rerun of Scooby-Doo I watched over and over. Solving the mystery was just
0: a huge draw for me so absolutely (laughs) and matlock did you ever watch matlock
1: uh my parents did and i watched it once in a while
0: you know when it was on the tv so once in a while yeah every case ended up having like a twist at the end Mm -hmm. and it was just i really liked that as a child i did
1: also watch other very 80s and early 90s shows like heart to heart and remington steel anything with a mystery okay so yeah how
0: about, cool. how about you? What turned you on a True Crime? To be honest, uh, I think I was reading a pretty inappropriate book while I was young. So my father um, has always been in law enforcement, both with uh, the police and then the federal government. And he had all of these books. And it was kind of a, you know, it's his passion. And so growing up, I remember like my favorite movie was Silence of the Lambs and, and things like that. And there was this book called Obsession that talked about uh, the types of serial killers and specifically the different types of rapists. And it was written by, I believe his name is John Douglas, and he is one of the criminal profilers that was kind of actually used as a um, uh, like, like a, a model. model for some of the characters in Silence of the Lambs. He's just, he's a really amazing criminal profiler. And he wrote this book all about, like, how they profile these killers and rapists and I remember reading this book and I may have talked about it you know on the show before but it really just I found it fascinating and I just thought it was so interesting how their minds work and um, the different things that you can say and do depending on which type of person has captured you that you could potentially use to try to save yourself Um, And then which ones, it doesn't matter what you do, you're not going to save yourself. Just like, I just found it super interesting. So that's the first thing I can remember reading that book and thinking, wow, this is fascinating. Yeah, I totally want to borrow that book. Oh yeah, (laughs) I I still have it. And um, honestly, now that I'm an adult and a mother, I actually can't bring myself to reread it because it's pretty intense. But when I was a kid, you know, that frontal lobe hadn't formed yet. So (laughs) it was one of those things that would never happen to me. Back then. Now I realize it could happen. Okay, so I have a question. Okay. Have you ever seen a ghost? I have not ever seen a ghost. I do not believe in ghosts. However, I have had um, some situations happen that I cannot explain. Uh, quick run through. You know you know the story that you and I uh, – the, the building that you and I used to work in when we worked together. Yes. Um, had a – reputation of being haunted and I did I was working alone there a couple of different times when I would hear somebody like call out and I'd turn around thinking for sure that like one of my coworkers was standing three feet away from me because like my back was towards my office door and I'd turn around and there'd be nobody there there'd be nobody in the building and then one time I was there was this one hallway like that you had to walk through to get to the um, exit and it, it always kind of creeped me out. It was like a dark hallway. You couldn't really see the rest of the building. And it was kind of a windy building. So like anybody could have been anywhere in the building. But if you were in this hallway, you were closed off to them. But you had to go through it to get out. And as I was walking through the hallway, um, I heard these crazy fast, like not human, super fast, like footsteps sound like they were coming towards me. And I just like felt this rush of energy. I got chill bumps all over me. And I literally could not get out that door fast enough. And I still, to this day, have no idea what it was. Maybe it was just in my head, but it was something very strange that had never happened to me before. And it has only ever happened to me in that building. That sounds creepy. Yes. How about you? I have not.
1: I kind of feel like it's possible. I'm also hoping that maybe if there's someone that passed away in my life, they know that I'm afraid, and so they don't want to contact me, which I'm totally fine with. So no, I don't. I haven't had any experiences like
0: that, thankfully, because
1: I'm a big chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, we love true crime, but don't let don't let a ghost come visit us. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't need to step like up close and personal in my life. Right.
0: Okay. Um. Well, on that note, what is the scariest movie you have ever seen?
1: Annabelle scared the crap out of me. <laughs> okay. Paranormal activity scared the crap out of me. Yes. Actually, after I saw Annabelle, I'm in my forties, and I had to sleep with a nightlight for like a good four weeks after that. So, but this was back when I lived alone. So, right, yes, so a little more understandable, but okay. yeah,
0: that scared the crap out of me. Yes, that's, how about that's... you? Okay, so for me, it was um, well, you have to take it in context. So, it's definitely not the scariest movie I've ever seen, but it's the movie that scared me most, and it's The Ring, and it's because uh... I was like 18 years old living on my own. The visuals of that movie were just, it was just terrifying to me. And then I had to go home to my quiet, dark space, living alone. And I remember not being able to sleep for like a week. I think I literally slept with like the lights on. And then I just recently in the last like six months, probably rewatched the movie. I'd never watched it again. And in the rewatch, I'm like, this is so not scary at all, (laughs) but at the time, being probably, like, you know, what, 18 or so? I don't remember how old I was when it came out. But I was a young adult. Um, It was terrifying. I'd absolutely. never seen anything like that. But probably, like, the scariest movie, like, actual scariest movie ever is The Exorcist. That's, yeah. like, a terrifying scare because I believe that could absolutely 100% happen. Yeah. And just the way they did that, the way they made that movie – they did such a brilliant job making it. So. it was terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely. So what
1: if there was a zombie apocalypse? Who are the three people you would want
0: on your team? Okay, are they real people or are they like not real? Um, let's
1: mix and match.
0: Okay, so anybody.
1: Yeah in why the not? history of
0: ever. Okay. Yeah. Okay, not including my family, because obviously my family is who I would take with me just because it's my family, but I don't think they do much to protect me. So if I rule them out, then I would say Katniss Everdeen, Ooh. Wonder Woman, and I'm not really into superheroes, but <laughs> who else is like really, really strong? What's the girl from Frozen's name? Elsa. Elsa, yeah. I feel like maybe she might be able to do something with some ice. I like that. And, and you know, I'm in a group of women. We can keep our heads on straight. That's right. Yeah, I think that's who I'd pick off the cuff. That's I like who it. I'd pick. I like it. How about you?
1: Okay, I would have said my boyfriend because I know he'll protect me in any situation. But I'm going to go with the Rock.
0: Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Harry Potter. Mm. Okay. Because why not? Let's get, yeah. some, let's get some magical spells in there. Yeah, it's a good idea. And then I'm I'm going to steal your Wonder Woman suggestion.
0: Yeah, Wonder Woman. She's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, girl power. Yeah. I would have, of course, my husband was a former Marine. He's a a tough guy. Like, I know he would protect me, but I would be so worried about his safety that I think I would just, we would fare better if I didn't have to worry about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally do. (laughs) So that's why I didn't invite you, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let's see. Who do you think would play you in a movie?
1: Oh, gosh. Um... See it's it's hard because I I've got two. So Megan Mullally. Oh yeah. <laughs> love her. Or Kristen Wig. I, I get a lot of Kristen Wig from my
0: boyfriend and my best friend. They're always like, "Oh, every time I see bridesmaids, I think of you." And I can totally see both of those for sure. Kristen Wig. I totally like personality-wise and it, like your face is like you, you look like her. That's a huge compliment because I think she's gorgeous. I do too. But yeah, I would say personality, really, Kristen Wiig. Who's the girl um, from The New Girl? Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. That off the top of my head is who I would say would play you, Zoe Deschanel.
1: And back when I had bangs and longer hair, I got that comparison all the time, which is a huge
0: compliment. Oh, she's adorable. She is. And quirky and like a little weird. And yeah, like I think that's who I would have picked. But Kristen Wiig, yeah, that's a good match for you too. Yeah for sure how about you who would play you I would say Reese Witherspoon yeah I can see that I used to when I was younger people would I've had people stop me and say oh my gosh you look just like the clueless girl now I as I've gotten older I think I look less like her but I can see it so I would say Reese Witherspoon she wasn't clueless she was in Legally who is clueless <laughs> Yes, legally blonde is what I meant. Thank you. You
1: know who I cast as you? Who?
0: Kristen Bell. <gasps> oh, my, you know, I didn't even think of her, but I've had several people tell me that she reminds them of me. Did I say that right?
1: Yeah. It's your it's your mannerism it's her mannerisms are similar to yours and the way that she talks and how she gets excited about something and like her hands are gesturing.
0: She's adorable, so that's she a huge compliment. As is Reese. Riz- Reese Witherspoon of course as are you oh, oh thank you <laughs> she's super funny so I take that as a huge comment and I can see that I can see yeah her um yeah I can see that totally for sure okay last question what is your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever had
1: okay I am a huge Halloween nerd and every year I make my costume as in I go to Joanne Fabrics and I get material and I sew it. Sometimes I will draw it out first if it's not something that already exists. Out of all of those costumes, the one that I actually didn't sew was my favorite. It was Naked Rose from Titanic. So (laughs) all I was wearing was a nude bodysuit. I kind of like penciled in the um, chest details, a belly button, and then I had on the um, replica of the necklace and a long red wig so I went to a party and I, I had a <laughs> bathrobe on and slippers oh yeah and my wig was you know up in a bun uh-huh. and after a couple hours my friend said okay it's the unveiling of Paula's costume and everyone's like <laughs> costume I thought she was just like the girl out of the shower <laughs> nope there was more to it and I laid down and it was like the friggin' paparazzi was like all the cameras are going off taking my picture as
0: I'm laying on the couch you need to send me one of these pictures so I can put it on <laughs> Facebook, please. We'll see. That's adorable. I don't think I've ever seen these photos, which says something because... I guarantee I've showed you. Maybe. it's not. I feel like you should have showed me, but I, I don't feel, feel like, like I I've should seen too. it. Okay, so what is your favorite costume? Oh, Paula, my favorite Halloween costume I've ever worn. Actually, I have two. And both of them remind me of you. I think I know what it is. <laughs> So the first one is just classic. I was Edward Scissorhands. I was right. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh my gosh. And (laughs) you know what? Not to toot my own horn, but I made a freaking awesome Edward Scissorhands. She really did, you guys. She didn't look like a girl in a costume. She looked like Edward Scissorhands. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not into that whole, I mean, you do you, but I'm not into the girl version. Like, let me wear my dress. No, I did. I looked like Edward. And I didn't do anything. I just wore his black suit. I wore the gloves. I made the gloves with the scissor hands out of foam. I wore the crazy wig and I just did the makeup. I wasn't trying to make myself look like a boy, but I did. I looked like him. You did. The makeup is, was perfect. That's why it's my favorite. It's just it turned out. And it was so simple. I think I got the ingredients for that costume maybe like a couple days before. So definitely one of my favorites. And even though I don't fit in it anymore, I kept it because well, of course it's just, it's classic. Yes, it is. Uh, But then my second favorite also reminds me of you. Because
1: we were together. We
0: were together and these were awesome costumes. You were the Bride of Frankenstein and I was the leading lady from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. I had on the green dress. I had little black birds all over me. I had them in my hair. I had the platinum blonde wig and... You and I got together. It wasn't even Halloween. We like had a Halloween party to go to, but we thought ah, before we do that, let's go to Spirit Halloween, Halloween. store. Yeah. And
1: we took a bunch of pictures <laughs> yeah. of ourselves, and it was
0: like early in the season. Yeah, like, the store was open, but it wasn't like you know hopping and popping yet. And we made their night. Yep. We went in there just off the cuff and took fo- yeah. It was so much fun. That was such a fun night, just dressing up with you. And both of our costumes were, like, on point. Yes. We looked – and they were pretty costumes, too. Yeah. We looked pretty. Right. Um, Which, most of the time, I like to look scary. But those that particular night, we both looked pretty. And um, Yes, we did. It was just so much fun. And then
1: after the party, I needed to get dog food for my dog. So we went to Walmart <laughs> That's and just, right. like, walked around and took our time. That's right. And you see, like, other people, like, passing the aisle and then, like, reversing back and, like, looking like <laughs> – Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? Uh, That's right. right.
0: (laughs) Oh, it it was so fun. It was. It was really a fun night. And I still have that costume as well, of course. And I keep thinking, I'm going to reprise it. But like you, I do a new costume every year. But that's just so fun. It is. And I will reprise a costume if it's
1: a group of people that didn't see it before. So if I wore it to work but not a party, then I'll wear it to a party a different year. So I still have all of my stuff.
0: I just recently purged and got rid of a lot of it, but I kept I kept those two.
1: I actually did purge and got rid of the stuff that, you know, I'm too mature for now. So I gave it to my <laughs> best friend so her daughter could play dress up or use Aww. it for a costume.
0: So, yeah. So fun. Hey, do you remember the time that one time Paula and I went to the beach and dressed up as mermaids in costumes that Paula made and we did a whole photo shoot as mermaids yes we did (laughs) and let me tell you we were we are two women you know we're like middle-aged women yeah (laughs) dressed up as (laughs) mermaids on the beach yeah we're we're not like
1: 18 year olds going to the beach dressing as mermaids no we're adults we are middle-aged adults adults.
0: call it what it is (laughs) <laughs> you were gorgeous mermaids, let me just say. Yes, we in. were. <laughs> we like to have quirky, weird fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more question just because okay. I think I think we have a little time. So if there were any case in the world that you could cover, uh, what what case would you cover?
1: I'm going to say the Rebecca Zahau case.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, right? They claim it was suicide, but she hung herself naked out the window with her hands behind her back. I just don't understand how you could do all of that to yourself. Yeah,
0: like tied behind yeah, her tied back. Yeah, tied
1: behind her back.
0: And the thing that always gets me... First of all, she was a, a Christian woman. First of all, I don't know any woman who are gonna who's going to hang themselves nude. Right. So just, why would you do that? Right. But she was a Christian woman, so even more so, she... Probably, more strange. Yeah. The thing that makes it the most bizarre is they've determined that she was probably on her period, and she was bleeding right and um are you gonna hang yourself naked while you're bleeding no no <laughs> no I don't know what to make of that case but I don't think she did it to herself right I would love to find answers yeah that's a weird one for sure same question back to you okay so there is a case that I can't wait to cover but the thing is I can't tell you anything about it yet as far as names goes here's why Now, this is going to sound like I'm making this up. This is 100% true. So my family owns 40 acres of property that's been in my family for my entire life. And a lot of it is wooded. It's on a lake. There is a business on it. So there's a couple buildings. There's a house on it. Um, But most of it is pretty wooded. And in 2019, a discovery was made. We have a, a company that comes out and mows the grass and they discovered two decomposing bodies under a tarp in an area that they had mowed just the week before and I know I've mentioned this to you Paula it was two women they turned out to be sex workers it took for one of them at least several weeks maybe even months for her to be identified so she didn't really have like you know close friends or family who were necessarily out looking for her and it turns out they were murdered by the same man two different times brought to the property at two different times they were murdered in two different ways and he is actually going to trial it's set for this year and once that trial has happened then I will be able to bring you this case that is literally very very close to me I was working there at the time like i was there i was on the property i walked after of course the police came and removed the bodies and processed the scene i walked down there i smelled the decomp like this is Ugh. the closest i have ever been to anything like this and i just can't wait to tell you the story of these two women and and shed some light to their story because it's just it's terrible we don't really know exactly why or anything yet we're waiting to get those details from the trial but that's the case that I really really antsy to share yeah that sounds like a good one I can't wait to hear the details right and especially because I don't know that anybody else will really be sharing it unfortunately um, because of the state of the bodies and the size of the women they were petite women one in particular initially it was reported that it was a woman and a child and when that was reported of course Everybody came out of the woodwork. Like, you couldn't even step foot on the property without news channels and everybody wanting to interview you and all of these things. And we weren't allowed to give any statements or or anything like that. We wouldn't anyway. But then when it was found out that it wasn't a woman and a child, it was actually two sex workers, it was amazing how a lot of the interest went away. Yeah. That's usually the problem. And it's terrible because they're people. They're human. And we – um learned a little bit about some of the victims through their family members. I mean, it's just terrible. It's sad. It's so sad, these women's stories. So when I can share that, I will. But that is the case that I cannot wait to bring to you. I can't wait to hear it. Yes. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And on that note, we love telling the stories of these victims we think that everybody deserves to have their story heard and to be honored and we we always try to be respectful of the victims and the scenarios and if you have a story you would like for us to tell um email us at dolls and doom at gmail.com or find us on facebook or instagram hit like and subscribe well we hope to bring you a new episode every friday I guess we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.